0: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're having a beautiful Wednesday under the sun, under the protection of Sri Prabhupāda and our sweet, sweet Krishna. Today I wanted to talk about what it means to be human. As they say in many songs, to be human is to love. And it does hurt to be human, but once we unleash this power to love, being human is can be the best gift and the benediction that we have. I'm going to read this poem by the great poet, Rumi. This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and attend them all, even if their crowd of sorrows violently sweep your house, empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. To be human is to love, and we also see that the goal of life is to love. It doesn't matter how many years we have in our life, but the life that we have in those years that we are alive. The elders and the older men plant trees under the shade of which they will never sit, but they do good for the generations to come. And that's what it means to be human, to give love. But sometimes it becomes difficult when we're going through a lot of pain. In the book bhakti in the chapter of the art of eternal love we study this power to be human the power of boundless love and it says a loving propensity expands just as a vibration of light or air expands but we do not know where it ends the nectar of devotion teaches us the science of loving every one of the living entities perfectly by the easy method of loving Krishna. We have failed to create peace and harmony in human society even by such great attempts as the United Nations because we do not know the right method. The method is very simple but one has to understand it with a cool head. The nectar of devotion teaches all men how to perform the simple and natural method of loving Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If we learn how to love Krishna, then it is very easy to immediately and simultaneously love every living being. It is like pouring water on the root of a tree or supplying food to one's stomach. The method of pouring water on the root of a tree or supplying food to the stomach is universally scientific and practical, as every one of us has experienced. Everyone knows well that when we eat something, or in other words, when we put food into the stomach, the energy created by such action is immediately distributed through the whole body. Similarly, when we pour water on the root, the energy thus created is immediately distributed throughout the entirety of even the largest tree. It is not possible to water the tree part by part, nor is it possible to feed the different parts of the body separately. The nectar of devotion will teach us how to turn one switch that will immediately brighten everything everywhere. One who does not know this method is missing the point of life. As far as material necessities are concerned, The human civilization at present moment is very much advanced in living comfortably, but still we are not happy (laughs) because we are missing the whole point. The material comforts of life alone are not sufficient to make us happy. The root cause of our dissatisfaction is that our dominant loving propensity has not been fulfilled despite our great advancement in materialistic way of life. The nectar of devotion will give us practical hints how we can live this material world perfectly, engaged in devotional service and thus fulfill our desires in this life and the next. The nectar of devotion is not presented to condemn any way of materialistic life, but the attempt is to give information to religionists, philosophers and people in general how to love Krishna. One may live without material discomfiture. But at the same time, one should learn the art of loving Krishna. At the present moment, we are inventing so many ways to utilize our propensity to love. But factually, we are missing the real point, Krishna. We are watering all the parts of the trees, but missing the tree's root. We are trying to keep our body fit by all means, but we are neglecting to supply food to the stomach. Missing Krishna means missing one's self also real self-realization and realization of krishna go together simultaneously for example seeing oneself in the morning means seeing the sunrise also without seeing the sunshine no one can see himself similarly unless one has realized krishna there's no question of self-realization this is what it means to be human To be human is to love, and to love is to serve Krishna. I hope you have a wonderful evening and a lovely day. I'll see you tomorrow for another wonderful, inspirational story. Hare Krishna, Sheila Prabhupada Ki, Jai.